Let thy soul be awakened. I, Remington Donovan, take you, Gina Marie Sullivan, my empress, who dreamt of this day at the ancient pyramids of Giza, to be my divinely wedded wife. In the morning dew, beneath rainbows and lightning, I vow to carry your destiny with me and honor it as my own. As my eyes ever sought, I shall seek you and love you beyond time and space. Granted by the seven circumambulations of the sacred scarab and the great temple of Karnak, I vow to follow the sun, the moon, and the Milky Way to always bring me back to you. I, Gina Marie Sullivan, take you, Remington Donovan, my hierophant, who soars on the wings of his magical soul, to be my divinely wedded husband. In the morning dew, beneath rainbows and lightning, I vowed to carry your destiny with me and honor it as my own. As my eyes ever sought, I shall seek you and love you beyond time and space. Granted by the seven circumambulations of the sacred scarab in the great temple of Karnak, I vow to follow the sun, the moon, and the Milky Way to always bring me back to you. Well, I could get through that one on the pod. What do I you was mean? I was crying in the <laughs> couldn't really wanted to get through all the lines and I was just sobbing at our Oh, uh <laughs> you mean getting through all the lines when we actually got married? Yeah. Cuz hello everybody, we got married. We got married. Officially and legally and spiritually the yes. whole thing. Yeah. Not just like we eloped. We had a renegade gorilla wedding. We really, got married we had a, in this matrix and then in another matrix. Yeah, we we got three D and multi D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, multi D marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a gorilla little ceremony. We what were we calling it? The uh, gorilla escape. renegade apocalypse escape from L A wedding the escape from la apocalypse gorilla wedding yeah i thought that was the official title uh, it, it was it was moving around we were just throwing we even threw a bohemian renegade gorilla apocalypse i threw that one in there anyhow um <laughs> the, it was like we got married that's yeah. the news that's the big news um and we decided to share our vows well they're so good on air i feel like saying your vows is like we should just say it every morning. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe by then, I'll, at some point, I'll have it memorized. Yeah. I had it memorized the day of. I did too. I have it memorized now, but having to recite it, I was just too nervous that, uh, yeah, the words had escaped me. Recite it for all to hear. No, uh, sorry. Uh, speak the vows on the day of our wedding the day that we got married legally and spiritually yeah in this dimension and multi-dimensions correct well i've i've heard of people getting screwed where they sort of well a lot of people are like well i don't believe marriage but they want a committed relationship and um well we we really we did we covered all the bases yeah you know yeah we're in it we're in it to win it 
I'm a Donovan now. Yeah. Gina's going to change your <laughs> last name. I think, honestly, for me, I think the doing all the paperwork, changing my passport, changing um, my credit card information, that just seems like, oh, whatever. It's like bureaucratic and it'll be easier in Vermont. Uh, prob- I'm assuming everything's easier in Vermont. Everything got easier the second we left L.A. Well, we're but, officially done. We're yeah, officially we're out, out of L.A. Yeah. And um, that was quite the adventure. I don't know. It was actually pretty exhausting. I feel like we're both still catching up because we did the 120th day, which wasn't even a month ago. That mm. was a huge planning of an event and food and gluten-free, vegan, low-glycemic <laughs> index cakes Yeah, for freaking L.A. yogis. We should have whipped up a batch of kitchery for it. I know. And then... Um, we failed. We got the yogis. We got full. Oh, that was... Yeah, that's that was way like better. a sure bet vegetarian. Yeah. Even vegans. There's mm-hmm. probably some secret anti-vegan ingredient. So, sorry, vegans. We tried our best. But... <laughs> um, that was a lot on top of moving, like yep. packing our entire apartment, liquidating everything that we weren't going Which to Which you did. I did it all. You did it all, yeah. I also packed everything. You packed one box <laughs> that was like, you labeled it one thing, but you. It, this is Gina packing. Throw a bunch of things in a box and label it miscellaneous. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's, what, what that's I exactly did was, what you didn't even I, label it. No, I threw a ton of things in a box and I labeled it miscellaneous desk because I knew I was taking, we're taking the desk. So I was like, all right, this is going to be all the stuff that belongs in that one desk. Wait, did we bring that little desk? <sighs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, well, okay. So yeah, we didn't sell that. I didn't try to sell that. Yeah. I sold those tires. But you're right, though. All in all, my packing is pretty horrendous. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> you can feign pregnancy this time. But the last time, Gina and I, when we moved into our apartment in L.A., Gina was gallivanting all over Ireland <laughs> while I got me and my buddy Evan on the hottest day on record in Los Angeles at that time on September 1st. And we moved. And we basically, no joke, moved two blocks. We basically crossed Fairfax down Rosewood. But we used to live, we've lived on Fairfax and Rosewood now for years. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a little, it must be a karmic spot for us. Definitely. Uh, The karma started getting weird, though, when all of those uh, peaceful riots happened right in our neighborhood. Yeah, it really rattled. And then that huge fire uh, right by what is now uh, Dave's Hot Chicken or whatever, which is Rosewood. It's Rosewood and Fairfax. Okay. You can actually still see where the street is melted and burnt. Oh, yeah. I remember in the next day because they burnt down a bunch of sneakers stores and then all the sneaker stores got totally obliterated. Yeah. But and the hair salon. But both today, this is a happy episode. So let's talk no, about. No, I want to touch on this. <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. Don't thwart me. All right. <laughs> now that we're married, you can't just start telling me. What now that we're say. married, we don't speak at the dinner table. Yeah, we stopped talking. <laughs> We've we stopped talk. communicating. We were like getting lunch in the middle of. Where the hell was that? Bridgeport. Oh, yeah. Bridgeport, California, mm-hmm. which is somewhere between Lake uh, Tahoe and Tahoe going on the Nevada side and Bishop, California. Yep. And the waitress, I'll call it, she was like old school. She was a waitress. Oh, yeah. No way you're going to call this woman a server. No. She'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not your servant. It was like a biker bar, like 
it it was like yeah. right out of a movie and she was like gosh you guys don't talk at all <laughs> <laughs> normally we're just like blah 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 but i was enjoying the quiet um i was trying to talk about the sneaker smell oh, and yeah. relate it to the karma of that energy okay go ahead um I'm saying there's something. I've lived in that general neighborhood for years now. And then we've lived there for, I guess it was about five years. But it's there's something about Rosewood. We're always on Rosewood. Yeah, we are. So Rosewood's like our street. Yeah. Like if we made an album, we could call it like Rosewood Ave. Right. That was like when people got lazy. Or like a restaurant. And then we have or, a picture of us crossing Rosewood. Yeah. Well, yeah. On fire. <laughs> <laughs> Some asshole lit the eucalyptus trees. There's three-story, beautiful, old eucalyptus trees right there by the tennis court. Somebody actually lit them on fire, lit the trees. Like, it was insane. So that's our hood. That's where we just left. And it took, like, the packing. Everything was exhausting. And then we wrote wedding vows the night before the wedding. After, basically, well, we packed. We We did three workshops. We did three workshops, we loaded up, and then I had a lot of clients, and then I still have Patreon, and then we loaded up the U-Haul. I mean, you didn't. Um, no. But, you know, you have pregnancy. Last time, gallivanting in Ireland, this time pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, the baby just kicked. He's really? Like, yeah, He's like, Mom, yeah. <laughs> He's you sit like, back, you let Dad do that. You chill. Um, <laughs> well, thank God for our friends. So, But we loaded all that up. I was, like, so exhausted I could barely move. I thought we had figured out part of the vows because we had other parts of the the ceremony yes from the book of the law yes and then um those were just the that was the ring exchange oh so that's we made that special too so we we built a poem into our ring exchange yeah based on your dream about the 16th line of the book of the law yeah uh which we talked about on one of the podcast episodes I think usually ring exchange traditionally it's it's like um, the I do's right. Do you take? Oh yeah, and we, and we changed it. Wait, the ring exchanges were on these notes, but I don't know what no. happened to them. Well, anyhow, we have really cool ring exchanges. Yeah, there was like one sign after another after another. Um, even about this wedding. For one was the dream you had yeah. in Giza. Giza yes. is where the pyramids are, and well, from our hotel room we could see the Great Pyramids of Giza, and that's where I had where I had dreamt that we were getting married, and um, in in the vows we were reading off of the sixteenth chapter of book of the law well it's the 16th line but in your dream but in my dream it was was the number 16 yeah it's dream language but here is the here are the lines just to to reframe it also the book of the law was a transmission received in 1904 by alistair crowley's wife rose crowley and she or crowley as people say but (laughs) um anyhow they were in the, they were at the Great Pyramids. They were in Giza, right yeah. by the pyramids, in like a hotel somewhere. They were in, in a hotel ni- too? Like in 1904. What? And she got a transmission that this high priest was from ancient Egypt was going to give her this book and this sacred text at the, at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And so Crowley jotted it down, but line there's two line 16s. And I want to read them again because it's crazy you had this dream. 
For he is ever a sun, and she a moon, but to him is the winged secret flame, and to her the stooping starlight. And the, uh, sorry, I'm looking for the other 16 as we speak here. I know it. By uh, I know the other one. It's I am the Empress and the Hierophant, thus 11, as my bride is 11. And that was pretty revealing. That was a crazy yeah. dream. Because Gina has never read this book for no. the record. I didn't even know what it looked like on the I thought I actually wasn't allowed to open the book. Well, you're not really supposed to. So um, we'll get well, to there that. You go. Well, you're dreaming about it. This is why. You're supposed to have a different experience. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to study it. Yeah. Um, and the Empress and the Hierophant. Thus 11 is 11 is my bride. What was interesting, though, is somebody was filming it, our witness, and it's the the um, filming ended right at 11, 11, 11 minutes, 11 seconds. Yeah. And thus 11 is my bride. As my bride is 11. Or as my bride is 11. Yeah. So an 11 is the number of the infinite. Mm-hmm. So this is super multidimensional. I mean, marriage. there were it's just infinite so... infinite dimensions of marriage. Oh, yeah. But there were so many signs leading up to it. Even like around the, that day, I kept seeing triple numbers which i haven't seen in a while but i would see like one 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 two 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 four 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 i kept seeing ones triple ones twos triple twos twenty two eleven one 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 two 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 and then the 120th day which was nine six which was the new hebrew calendar year yeah all added up to two 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 and twenty two so a lot of twos in this Mm -hmm. and the due date at this point is Feb- February. Yeah. Um, so a lot of two energy. Two is really the number of, uh, it's really the lovey-dovey number. Oh, yeah. And 11 is what? 11 is two. One plus one. Yeah. Uh, real simple. It also looks like two people standing next to each other. Yeah, there's a lot of times <laughs> with 11. Uh, parallel unisonness. Yeah. That's what all the yogis like to say. Oh, yeah. Nobody ever really explains it. looks like it. a doorway. Um, it looks like a conduit. 11 is the mm. infinite expansion of the universe within and without. So 11's the whole shebang. Yeah. But buy my book. Yeah. And you'll, you'll keep <laughs> Hey, you wrote the, the book on it, so. Well, no, like, yeah, now that, if, I don't really get people trying to argue numerology, but I'll get like, yeah, but I read online and I just say, well, I wrote the book on it. <laughs> I just shut them up right there. Oh, it was Biden's numerology, his diabolical numerology. Oh, yeah. People can, they're like, what? <laughs> they're like so attached to Joe Biden or any other politician, you know, being a, a good guy is mind boggling to me. Yeah. And then you reveal numerology and some people don't want to accept it. But anyhow, I wrote the book on it. So enough. You did write the book like, on it. Yeah. So all you got to do, if you want to be, just write the goddamn book, then you're the authority on it and that's it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shit books out there that people, I'm like, how did this person become the authority on this astrology matter or this or shamanism? And it's like, well, they wrote the book, you know? So I encourage everyone, everyone write, to write, write book. a book of your little niche. Hopefully someone's not like, well, I'm going to write the book on numerology now. No, good luck. <laughs> I own that space. <laughs> Somebody listens. Like, What's the Aquarian age? Yeah. Let me actually want to break that down because I hear this a lot. And I heard an astrologer a number of years ago who's somewhat known talk about 
the Aquarian age is like everything's like open, right? And yeah. so if you think of a business idea, well, it's like someone else could utilize that and take that. And it's the Aquarian age, like as if you have no privacy and everything's just up and, uh, and open for the taking. Mm -hmm. Like somebody we know copied somebody else's business oh, and just tweaked the name. And then someone else, an astrologer, was trying to give a lesson about the Aquarian age that, oh, they have the right to do that. And I'm, I so fundamentally disagree with that mm -hmm. because the point of the Aquarian age is that each individual, the crowned and conquering child, comes into their own true will. And when you're following your own true will, a.k.a. your true and divine destiny and purpose, you're not going to, you're not going to, like, you're not going to disrupt what somebody else is doing you may disrupt the planet as a whole but you're not going to have to you are going to be in alignment with what you, who you are and what you're creating you don't have to steal somebody else's idea and then claim oh it's the Aquarian age everything's free <laughs> for the taking for everybody right like you would when if you really tapped into the Aquarian energy and maybe you are tapping into the, those listening into the Aquarian energy it means that you're, you got your, you like your unique little, you know, unicorn butterfly fingerprint of purpose. You're not, you're not going to step on somebody else's toes. Yeah. You don't have to, get, you don't have to do that. So it's very unaquarian mm. to say, oh, it's, it, everything's just open for the taking. Yeah. That's old concept. That's stealing. That's taking. That's Piscean age concept. Totally. Um, no, I totally went off the rails and what the no, hell that was a good little about. lesson. Uh, marriage, yeah, something. and signs too. Oh, all the signs. What about okay? I'm gonna tell this one. So, we the day we went to get our marriage license, which we had to go to Orange County to get a marriage license in time because the uh, Los Angeles is just so booked up. I think it was what November or something or yeah. end of October uh, to get. The marriage license. Orange County is like this great. We like parked right up front. It's it was amazing. Um, and maybe that was just the day. It was full moon in Pisces. Yep. And then there's a parking spot, and we go to this little courthouse in Santa Ana. It was actually a nice building, and we go in. All these people are getting married, so it was kind of sweet, and. We get our license. There was a little wedding happening right next to us, which was pretty adorable. It's like know. young gay couple. I think they were both Asian. So sweet. And it was kind of cool because the a whole family was there, like really supportive. Yeah. And the dads taking pictures. and Grandmother. Um, I, th I was really touched by it. Um, I think we were in their wedding photos too. Because we were sitting right next to them. Um, and... Uh, Anyhow, so it was really sweet. So all these people are getting married. It was just like a room of people getting married all yeah. day and people crying. It was, I was like, weird. I never thought a courthouse wedding. It, there was something about it. There was a yeah. vibe. That yeah. building must be on like a high energy line or mm -hmm. something. And um, so, and then we had custom wedding bands designed, which we actually have little engravings inside. Yeah. That are in our vows from the book of the law and empress and hierophant <laughs> you're gonna tell them yeah okay <laughs> well you can't see it yeah that's true uh I, i'm a scorpio i like to keep a lot of secrets and i'm an aquarius a lot of aquarius so i like to share <laughs> a lot of things too this one i'm going to share okay so anyhow 
we go, we have to go to downtown LA to meet our friend at her office with the rings and she wasn't in yet. So we had some time to kill and we did, we were like, let's go to Chinatown and get lunch. We never go. Gina and I went to an art show once in mm -hmm. Chinatown since we've known each other. And that was the only time I've been to Chinatown Yeah, since I like living the whole time. I've probably been twice my entire life. I mean, yeah, in L.A., yeah. So the point is we don't go a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the longest possible version of this. Uh, I'll give a set list of what we're listening to <laughs> on our way. So anyhow, Chinese food, fortunes come, and Gina goes, what's your fortune? And I had opened it, and the first part was on the back, and I said, oh, it says learn Chinese, because a lot of fortunes will be like learn Chinese for cow or cat. Um and Gina was like, no, 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 what's the fortune? And then she looked at the back of hers, and she froze, and she hands it to me, and she goes, look. And Gina's fortune was learn Chinese for husband. And I showed her mine. I was like, this is what I was trying to tell you. Mine said learn Chinese for wife. So I got the learn Chinese for wife, and then you got it's learned crazy. Chinese for husband on the Pisces full moon in between getting our marriage vows and then picking up our rings. Yeah, our marriage license. Yeah. I mean, getting our license and then getting our rings. And I feel like then and there on that Pisces full moon, the universe sort of just came together to say, look, you're married. Yeah. So we got married via fortune cookies. Mm -hmm. We got married legally yep. with a legal minister and spiritually with our spiritual teacher. Yeah. And Tej did the Renegade wedding in the park and somewhere in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Like surrounded by... On Sunset Boulevard. Surrounded by traffic, basically across the street from the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yeah. With we had wedding crashers, we had, um, and then we had to have a legal witness, yep. and then there was two women having a social distance talk in the park, and they moved their chairs to watch the wedding. Um, yeah, then they got in the shot. We got a we got a photo. We literally, yeah, we framed the shot so the women were not so the big tree was blocking the women. I think that was a big fig tree too, which yeah. are all around LA and they grow huge and they're beautiful, and they have this cool gray bark on them. Yeah, gray is too. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, you know, in Kabbalah. I was thinking fig is too, but I don't know what a fig. A fig would be eighty, ninety, ninety three. Whoa. Really? A fig is, numerical value of the word fig is 93. No. 93 is the whole concept of Thelema, which comes Another from- Another sign. The <laughs> whole concept of Thelema comes from the book of the law. The word Thelema means love and will. It's a Greek word, but its numerical value is 93. That's one of the most important numbers in magic. Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You know, it's crazy. Wait, what? Oh, I'm wait, like what? out of breath thinking about it. Like, that's crazy. I'm just figuring that out. It was a fig tree. Figs are... Yeah. I never even decided... Never looked at the word Good fig. Good thing I'm like partially brain damaged because I was brain like... Brain damaged? What are you well, talking about? Well, my brain cells are getting eaten away no, at because I was like, wait, no, gray that's is not two? What are you talking damage. about? Yeah. That's pretty severe. Okay. You have no brain damage, Gina. Okay, well... Oh, so you, you know, let's do some NLP here. Yeah. <laughs> you have brain damage. Everyone listening, Gina's fine. She doesn't have brain damage. <laughs> okay. But she's pregnant, and here and there, there's like a momentary pause. Yeah. Um, But... 
Yeah, Fig is 93. Whoa. So to put it in the context, that's just a huge number. That's a big deal. 93 is a big deal. Um, I've incorporated the workshops. The sun is 93 million miles from the earth, or the earth is 93 million miles from the sun, or however you want to look at it. Um, so that's like a whole other layer, because we're probably some of the few people on the planet that were draw, probably maybe the only people that received, you received the book of the law in a dream. Mm-hmm. That those lines in Giza, where the book was transcribed in 1904, yeah. and 93 is the most important number of that book. Whoa. And this is the fig. I mean, this was totally meant to be. So the fig tree, and I didn't even know that part. That was just sort of something Tage suggested, because it's like a weird little park with just a fountain, and you're surrounded by traffic and, and streets. Well, and can I say that um, our witness... And myself uh, went location scouting on Sunday because Tej had mentioned, let's go to the park on sunset um, in Beverly Hills. So I was like, well, let's check it out, see if we can find a good shot. Anyway, we go there and we just like, I think it was just because it was so crowded and there were so many families that it just, everything felt exposed. There was no, we were looking for like a little cove where it would be very intimate. So then we went on a two hour location scout going to all these different parks up Mulholland Drive and Coldwater Canyon. While I was packing still. Yeah. And then we were like, <laughs> we were just like, we let's just stick with the park. It's like Tej, Tej has suggested it. It'll be fine. And I figured, I was like that fig you tree. You figured the fig tree. Well, that, um, that fig tree was the best spot when I went there. I was like that I like that tree. But there were like five women sitting around having a picnic, so I just couldn't get a feel for it. But anyway, we we're like, let's just do it. I mean it's like it's a renegade apocalypse gorilla it's wedding. A renegade so. with figs. With figs now. So. Now we'll have to have like figs on our anniversary, I guess. Yeah. Ugh, I don't love figs. I like figs. Yeah. There's people the figs there's two there's there's fig people out there. Yeah. It's a certain breed. I can usually read it in their aura. Mm. Some people are like fig mental. And those are usually the same people that love dates. Um, I do like But fi- like a fresh fig, like they're okay. Like I'll eat it. You know, a few times a year it'll be like a fall cheese plate yeah. with those peeled uh, Spanish almonds. Aren't there, isn't there like an Italian figs. fig cake Probably. around Christmas time? Well, I don't know. All right. I'd imagine. Sounds like a thing. I'm going to look it up. Um, so that's pretty crazy. But I'll eat figs. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll get into it. I like fig jam. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. So there's like a lot, been a lot of signs. But I have to say that everything went hardcore retrograde and trying to get the hell out of L.A. Oh, my God. And then that person showed up that was going to take the apartment we thought maybe would take the apartment. Yeah. And then we were going to not sell our furniture. Then we find out the day we're, (coughs) excuse me, leaving, that they are going to take the apartment, but we had sold all the furniture um, because we didn't know. And then we're still packing up and moving out and loading up the SUV, which was exhausting. And then they're coming in super happy about the apartment, but like moving beds. And I was like, we got to, we just need to move out. We got to get the hell out of LA. Yeah. And it was one thing. And then we had to drop off at the UPS store, which was just a line almost around the block. Mm -hmm. And then that was a whole thing. And then, of course, you had, 
you had dry cleaning, so we had to get dry cleaning. Yeah, I forgot we're driving, to the dry cleaning. We're driving cross country <laughs> with dry cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we're currently in Reno, Nevada. Yeah. Uh, recording. Nevada. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I've always said Nevada, but we apparently do. it's Nevada. Yeah. Nevada. Yeah. Sounds like you're from Boston. Going to Nevada. Um, Let's yeah. get some lobsters. <laughs> Imagine having lobsters in Nevada. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> sand. <laughs> desert. Desert, desert sushi. Uh, desert vegan. I'd eat vegan sushi out here for sure. Yeah. Um, actually, Reno was surprisingly cute. Well, once we left the it's, hotel. <laughs> yeah, we're in like the <laughs> casino area. We're staying in a casino, which I'll never do again. Yeah. Gina and I are not into casinos or gambling. We just thought it would be quirky and weird. Totally. It's a good story. Um, but getting, I just wanted to mention something cool, though, like with leaving L.A. And finally, we get the dry cleaning. Oh, yeah. We bust out. And, of course, it's just gridlock traffic because it's L.A. And mm-hmm. I swear it's been worse since, like, just after or COVID. COVID still super exists in L.A. They love it. And um, the GPS totally retrograded because we were supposed to get on the 170. And it just seemed very clear. And Gina and I both saw it. And so we're on the 101. And uh, it looped us out and around and then we had to get off at that one exit right by that gelson's right by where you used to live the first place you lived yeah and uh so gina made it valley village exactly 10 years to the day really of la yeah so i moved to la october 1st 2011 and we got out we got we got out of california we got out of california on october 1st yeah um but that little area that you lived which we got detoured, so we probably spent a minute before we like looped back around, maybe a couple minutes. But I really think that you had a few minutes, like two minutes of lingering karma in mm-hmm. that area. I think so too. And I think if we didn't do that, it would have at some point you would have had to either go back or incarnate and somehow resolve those two minutes of karma. Oh and God. what I want to talk about is that. A lot of people may not know this, but we have locational karmas. Mm. So a lot of times, most people are living in an area because they have some karma there. Something to work out, something to absolve, resolve, and and we move around. And now I feel like we're moving around based on destiny. Mm. I feel like we both had a huge destiny in L.A., but there's still some karma. So... You hit. I think you absolved. I think you needed those two minutes by the Gelsons. Where was that? Valley Village? Valley Village. It was a riverside in Laurel Canyon. Gina loves Valley Village Gelsons. I used to always go there. That was actually, I saw Angelina Jolie there, like park a huge van and six kids came out. Mega top-notch celebrities in L.A. and around love Gelsons. Yeah. If If you're not from L.A. or don't live in L.A., Gelsons is... Like the one of the most expensive grocery stores probably on planet Earth, but it's all Muggle food. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like Erewhon where you're like, here's this organic abundance of you know chaga mushrooms, reishi, raw vegan, gluten free donuts and superfoods and stuff like that, as well as really good comfort food. I'm like doing a whole ad for Erewhon, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Gelson's is like Ralph's or like. 
What's where there's some northeast market basket? A stop and shop. Stop and shop. Poop, food poop, lion. Publix, if you're in the mid Atlantic, food lion, yeah. Shaw's, um, you know, Kroger, all of those. That's what Gelson's is, but it's like a fancy version. They have really good customer service. Though. They do. Uh, so if you're looking for it, an, an and item, good Thanksgiving, somebody will actually help you. When I used to Instacart, I was real happy when I got Gelson's orders because it was probably a super rich celebrity that loves Gelson's. Yeah. Um, it's not creative. It's not. It's really not a good store is what I'm getting at. They just have yeah. good service. But yeah, that was it. That was Gelson's. Yeah. Yeah. I would go um, there all the time and get a little mint chocolate protein but, bars. But um, so I, th- I do think it was the karma. And I think people listening like you should look at areas i've had two places in my life that i'd have reoccurring dreams about that i just felt like had to be resolved and eventually when i went back to those places and recreated a little bit what happened in the dream like one i was just walking up main street of this town that i lived in when my father died Mm. and finally I went back after many years and I stopped having those dreams. I just needed that one walk up the block. And then the house that I lived in mostly through like high school and stuff in Connecticut, you and I went to that. And I I haven't had those dreams since. And I would keep having these weird dreams about that place. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those of you listening, you should look at areas uh, you have karma in sometimes you want to move or something and something may feel like you may feel like you're a little stuck or you keep going back to the same place and there's some level that you should just let go and say okay maybe there's something to resolve and I have something to work out and there's karma here I remember one time we chanted a call for it was a child who died this mm. was a number of years ago and it was really sad. Of course, everybody was devastated. I don't I don't even know these people, but it's just sad. And when we did it, the spirit came to me. And he really couldn't wait and he had a he had to reincarnate in Norway. Hmm. And he had his real he said his real family was there. Hmm. And he was just dying. He was like killing time in this incarnation. Whoa. I wasn't going to tell the parents that or yeah. anything. Um, and I don't even, I didn't even know them, but it was interesting. It just got me thinking about that because the spirit, this, this child, the spirit at that point, but it was a child and they died was so emphatic and couldn't wait. He was like, I can't wait. He was like so relieved Mm. to be free to go incarnate to Norway. Wow. And that's, he said, that's his real family there. So whoever it is, he had to reconnect. So, um, you know, we got we got locational karma. Yeah, I did. I did do one last drive by my old apartment in Echo Park. You and are I just felt nothing. Fooling yourself <laughs> with this whole narrative or I was. of the East Side, like that's your friend. No, but opinion. I didn't. I literally was like, okay, I'm done. It was. A, I mean, I I already felt like I was done, but then when I drove by one last time, it just. Nothing really resonated anymore. Our first night, our first stop was Bishop, California, which is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole part of California I'd never been to. And I actually slept over eight hours, which never happens. Yeah. Granted, I was tired from all everything we'd done in the last month. But I think there, I feel like I'm still recovering. There's like uh, 
PTSD or something processing of when you're all of a sudden when you decide to move out of LA and then you're like, my God, I, I just found a parking spot. Like LA, you just get so used to everything being a bit of a complicated hassle yeah. and it becomes so part of your life that you don't realize it. And now that we don't live there, even though we're on the road, we technically don't, we have a place to move into, but we don't live anywhere the second right now. Yeah. And we still have to move into that place, which is a whole other thing. (laughs) Um, but the amount of like relief. So I feel like, I don't think, I think my karma is done there. I still have things to do in LA destiny and book release and still our community and friends. And yeah, we'll definitely be visiting. Um, but at least for now, all of this feels so right. It really does. Even being up here, it feels like fall season. It's nice and cool. There's a breeze. You can breathe. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. We like we're in the like total ridiculous casino part of Reno, but then we like went down just a little bit. It's probably like a mile down the road. Yeah, there's all these. It was so peaceful. Reno's like this little gem that no one would know because I just assumed it was like Reno 911. Or just like horrible. This casino is gross. Yeah. It is like, it's like four hotels connected (sighs) to these big casinos and like horrible restaurants. It's like a shopping mall of misery. It really is. And I don't know who these people are. It's It's like a purgatory. They seem so, there's... They're, they literally, like, don't have auras. Like, these weird ghosts of three-dimensional society are just strolling through the this casino here and the, like, weird slot machines and then um, the the restaurants. Oh. The, like, the slot courts. machines that make no sense. I, I tried to play. <laughs> I was like, I put 10 bucks in. I'm like yeah. not into. I don't. Th- I just don't have gambling thing. Like I'm not drawn to it that much, so I don't think I ever win. Maybe that's why, and probably good. Um, I don't go down on some crazy gambling benders, but like I don't know what it's like to feel good. I don't know ever know what it's like to win. Yeah, and I've only been in like two, con- three casinos in my life. But this morning, I was like trying to find teas and coffees, and like this place is huge. But I was like, well, I'll just put $10 in the slot machine. But I had no idea what I was doing. And then I pressed some buttons, then I got some bings, and then it looks like I got more, I guess yeah. it's credits. I thought I was winning, but somehow I put in $10, and then I go to cash out, and then $6.60 comes out. Yeah. So I just spent 3.30 to like have some things, like some bells go off. Which, and that's you know, the that thing too. Fair. All the bells sound like you're winning, but yeah, really but they're losing. just taking all your money. So you're like yeah. just like a Paplov's dog somehow, and you're yeah. like bells. And then if I give money, bells appear. Oh my god! I'm gonna try. I'm gonna watch some videos. Well, I was like, I gotta wear my mask all the time now because of secondhand smoke. <laughs> oh yeah, we're full wearing <laughs> we're masks like full right mask. now. Yeah. Not only there's, I didn't know people could smoke. But also, there's just weird smells. Weird smells. This is like, we are not in a highbrow casino. I don't know if, no. if what a highbrow casino really is, but um, it's a it's a different consciousness. Yeah. For sure. I'm waiting to see like somebody with like an oxygen tank <laughs> and like a cigarette, like sitting at a oh. penny slot machine like all day. Well, it's funny too how certain things are closed because of COVID, but yet... You'll go into a restaurant and it's like full capacity. Like valet 
They don't valet. Yeah, you of can't COVID. valet because of COVID. And I was like, yeah, but you know, Gina's pregnant. We got to go. It's this huge hotel complex here, and there's a yeah. convention going on. And then I keep they keep saying no. They're um, yeah, because of COVID, we can't valet. And then I asked to see the the science behind that one. Yeah, because you know all these people that love COVID lo- also love science, but can never <laughs> provide you with science. You know? Right, it's just a belief system. They're like, no, but we believe this. Yes. We, so I like asked them about that, and then it was a whole thing. At least we got our room switched. Um, yeah. But then you just walk anywhere. There's no, <laughs> there's no distancing here. If they, it's just the valet parking. Yes. There's no COVID in yeah, Nevada are- because there's no valet parking from the governor that came down from the governor wow who apparently is a covid scientist <laughs> politicians are scientists exactly we well they have data <coughs> that we will not be able to interpret it interpret man it. california though newsome this is this is bullshit it's and dark. like fucking passing this you know five-year-olds have to get medical procedures and stuff i mean it's this is gross it's horrible yeah and you don't even have a right as a parent, you know? Yeah, that's And um, that's really fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up on so many levels. <sighs> and the fact that there's people out there, and if you're listening, you don't think that's fucked up. You either keep listening or keep just move on, man. <laughs> yeah. Please. Um, so we're out. Like, yeah, we're it out. It felt like escape from L.A. Well, can we tell the story about the, the ter- that, that deck we were using? Before we had moved, it's before we even oh, got our, right. yeah. before we even got the house, you were, it, what are the, what's the deck called? Cause I don't want to mess this up. Gypsy fortune cards. Yeah. But the Russian gypsy fortune cards. Oh yeah. Cards. Russian gypsy. I messed it up. Yeah. Um, but it's very specific. You can only do one reading a day. You can't do it. There's like, there's ways of shuffling. It has to face you. It has to go from the right to the left. Um, anyway, we, we both did a reading on separate days and it was about leaving LA and my reading had an image of a hearse. Yeah. Which is like a bummer of a card. And also there were a lot of like weird bummer cards. Yeah. The Russian gypsy cards though. I don't usually, I don't associate in the official teaching like the, the cards themselves is not where any power comes from, but whatever this system is. And I just, cause I don't really incorporate it as a regular practice. And I was given this set as a gift from the woman who wrote the book and designed and did the cards. Yeah. The Russian, you can buy them at probably every new age tchotchke shop out there. And, um, but that certain deck is actually the one where you have to get gifted that day. I'm not going to argue with that because it's not tarot decks. It's not my tradition. Yeah. So if they I'm just letting people know that's that the deck that you are, you're supposed to, to get gifted. as a gift. Yeah. And I'd always wanted one. And then all of a sudden the, the woman who created it heard about that and she mailed it to me. Yeah. That was, that really was pretty cool. cool. So, Svetlana. uh, Oh yeah. Um, She's Russian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyhow, yeah. So go on. What happened? So. Hearst. I'm saying that sometimes there's some like shit. Is it Hearst or hearse? Oh, is it a hearse? I thought it was a hearse. Oh, maybe it's a hearse. Okay. Know. Anyway. Um, so we land on a hearse and that's the end of the reading. And with this specific deck, we actually just refer to the book because there's all these different directions that the that the card will land and different directions mean different things. And the hearse 
based on it was like facing east um what came up are you looking it up yeah it's hers okay go on okay it's hers um i thought you were looking up what the card said but anyway so the hearse based on the on this reading it said that you will escape danger just in time something like that right yeah that's almost exactly what it said and then i got like this dagger one and i did a reading about just oh let's see the progression of like moving out of la and yeah and it was exactly that. Basically, like, you'll get out just in time. Oh, my God. Uh, so I really felt like we did. Yeah. Like, I was waiting. It's in the rear view mirror now. Yeah. I, I'm okay. I don't need to go back. Can I say Lake Tahoe is totally overrated? Yeah. That was pretty much a bummer. Yeah. Well, everything is privately owned, and then the public spaces are just kind of they're underwhelming that is now at least i can check off i've seen like tahoe i have a picture of you so it's yeah we're gonna be at a much bigger you have a witness lake Lake champlain Mm -hmm. well lake tahoe is bigger by volume but lake champlain is so long that you can't you can see the width it's not that wide in some parts but you can't see like it goes from like southern tip of like vermont all the way up into canada yeah um so I'm just saying, I'm just trying to, well, uh, and I'm just Lake, you know, but you lake had your tires there. of destiny. You finally had your off-road moment. There'll be many more of those. I Gina know. I was so up. scared she got towards really the nervous. end. We yeah. like, I'll tell you this driving out West though is awesome because especially that part of California on the way to Tahoe from Bishop, um, there's the, the, well, I didn't know this is that. Los Angeles owns almost all of the land out there for the water for LA. And it's like, we're talking huge. It's like the Mm -hmm. size of probably Rhode Island or bigger. Yeah. But the good thing is, is you can just drive. There's like these dirt roads everywhere, but we pulled off on the side of the highway to go to this one area and it sort of drove down by a lake. And then, we went full, like, that was off-roading. Like, we got low-level, it was low-level rock crawling. That's where Gina, I mean. like, froze up, and we were going down this very steep incline. And I'm new to all of this. <laughs> I'm still learning how to use the car. Um, but that was really thick sand. And even with four-wheel drive, thick sand it can totally screw you. Like, because you need, like, really good tires for that. Often, if it's too thick and you get stuck, you have to remove air from the tires so the tire pressure is really low because oh you get more surface area and you'll get more Well, traction. I was just nervous that something would happen to the car and that we need this vehicle to get all the way across country. <laughs> the car is designed for it. I know. And then I got but... crazy tires. But anyhow, we did it. And we it did was it. amazing. It and was we really went cool. up through some things that no way you could never dr- drive a car. Oh, yeah. And I, I completely understand all those YouTube videos you're watching about these four wheeling people. Yeah. Or they all, they're all owners of forerunners i believe right? i watch a lot of forerunner videos yeah and I now i now understand what the what the hype's all about because it, it was pretty exhilarating the forerunner is legit yeah uh especially this the off-roading one and then i got the tires that i went down a rabbit hole oh, our yeah. tires of destiny mm-hmm. they're the balsamic moon tires <laughs> of destiny oh well I have, like, I know astrologers, they're always talking about the balsamic moon, which is, like, some angle of the moon, like, opening at 45 degrees or something. I don't even know 
for sure it's a cool phrase i should probably know this considering i teach about it even though i don't build myself ever as an astrologer um and i i googled some stuff and the first thing that came up is the balsamic moon is a time for destiny and that's when i wanted to buy the tires right so we have tires of destiny but the but day that that, took that was that. the ninth that was actually the 120th day was the balsamic well moon. that's yeah so which no, is that was a new destiny. moon, but right before I was looking at it. But yeah. anyhow, just go along with the joke. The, the balsamic <laughs> moon tires of destiny. And they got us up that very, it was very steep, very sandy, very thick. And it was fine. Yeah. And then we went down and we were hitting like rocks. And then the trick is you got to go over that just very methodically, very slow, very consciously. It's really... uh it's a subtlety and acuity. It's all number nine. Mm. It's not about powering through. Yeah. It's, it's about grace. Yeah. And, um, and there's a focus and a projection, but I, you know, I'm learning. So that one little area coming down and I was like, is this road even going to open back up? And it did. That's what I was worried about too. Yeah, you froze up. You were nervous. Yeah, I kept it together because if I started freaking out, it would have set you over the edge. So no, I but I you know, to know what but you I know doing. your signals, and you just shut down, and then you freeze. Yeah. And so really, I, that's you freaking out. So <laughs> yeah. actually, I knew you were freaking out. Yeah. Um, I kept it cool. I knew we'd get out of there. That was like probably amateur level, but it was a good place to start. Yeah. The four wheel. You, low did, you did a great well. job. Well, I took the car out that morning with our friend Jen and Bishop, who also has a forerunner, but her controls are a little different. Mm. And I was, I'd put it in four wheel low and I couldn't get it back into four wheel high. And she had to pull out the manual. So we were like stuck in four wheel high on the side of a mountain and she's pulling out the manual page oh 296, but we figured it out. I'm glad I did that. Cause then we went actual off roading. Yeah. And Bishop, by the way, is a really beautiful little oasis out of LA. Yeah. Our friends are, have really big projects in the works there and I loved it. Yeah. We went Everyone, swimming in an artisanal spring. Yeah. That was really cool. Was gorgeous. Um, they're all over that area. But uh, it was really friendly. I feel like, oh, I feel like we attract friendly people. But Reno's been really friendly. Yeah. Not this weird, gross casino oh, man. that we're in. I thought the casino. But the people that work here, well, no, no, actually, I don't no, like they're not friendly. Sorry, they're very unhelpful. Um, and uh, but the rest of the town is like it's like kind of artsy mm -hmm. and mellow, really peaceful. Also, what I like is the sort of younger population I saw. Like everyone was sort of kind of artsy and cool without trying to be artsy and cool. I know they weren't like, oh, I dyed my hair purple. I'm gonna move to Austin, and now I'm queer, and I work in a barista. Like, yeah, um, and they're not actually gay or anything but um they were just that kid with the slayer shirt and that weird haircut it felt yeah. more aquarian here they were just like i'm doing my thing this one guy had a jacket that said thanks for nothing on the back <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah kind of a bad haircut it was awesome but it was so good yeah it was like intentionally bad so i kind of like it i was like oh this feels like the 80s or 90s where you're just sort of cool and different yeah. Without trying, you didn't have a message. You weren't saving the environment. Exactly. You know, yeah. you weren't believing in science. That's what I like. No one's peddling any any agenda here, and that's what 
what I felt like outside of the casino. Yeah, they were just like, I'm like, just artsy and I'm just me and I'm yeah. just sort of weird and cool, but also friendly. Yeah. Then we went to that cool bookstore that's this huge Victorian mansion mm-hmm. called like Radiant Sunshine Books and Music. Yeah. Um, and then there was a whole table of local authors. That was great. Peddling like Western books. I started getting nervous because I'm like, do I have to buy it? Yeah. Do you get you're a sucker for like anyone demoing and then you're you just you don't know how to say no. Yeah. I mean, I was getting nervous. I was like, and I was like, oh, I don't want to mention. Hey, I'm going to be a local author, based in L.A. or Vermont, and um, I didn't want to strike up a conversation because then I would have bought a book as well. Yeah. But. I usually can say no to that, but that would have been a challenging one. That was really hard. Hey, I love supporting local well, authors. Well, they had children's book later. too, and I was like, "Well, a children's book," and then I was like, "Yeah, they tried it. to sell us in the children's book," and I was like, "We have a kid on the way, but he can't read yet." And, and then, then the woman thought you said you can't read. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a literate lady. I don't want any of these books. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a great excuse. Yeah, you're like these glasses are just for show. It's all <laughs> aesthetics. Well, you still need glass. You don't. Need glasses only for reading. Jim. Yeah, what's <laughs> like you know you need them for seeing. Right. It's not just words. Yeah. Well, but, they uh, make you look like a intellectual. <laughs> I yes, I like the glasses actually. Yeah. But yeah, Reno's cool. We're gonna find a cute little dinner spot. Yep. Uh, and then what's next? Salt Lake. Probably. Salt Lake City. I feel like it's gonna be lame. <sighs> I feel like it's like super yuppie. Yeah, like I'm expecting it's gonna like feel like a food court, outdoorsy Mormons or something. Yeah, yeah, and like big, sprawling, like fake foodie restaurants. Exactly, like Nouveau Money fake foodie. Yep, like um, they just got into like balsamic vinegar or something. Exactly, or like popcorn on desserts. What's L- what is that? I it's like um, I don't know. Probably Rachel Ray was on Oprah once, and she's like, I got this great idea. You put popcorn on your dessert. You know, you just don't need it. It gets no. by the time it's out on a dessert plate. Is this? It's chewy. Well, and, and if soggy. it's like if it's just to bring in some saltiness with the sweet, just add salt. I am so tired of salt and sweet, salty and sweet. It's over. Yeah. Can I just get some damn caramel without salt? Oh, and good luck. I am a salt. Per- I literally collect salt. Yeah. Like I love salts from all over the world. When we travel, I get salt. Is there Nevada salt? Nevada. You got to say Nevada. Nevada. Um, Nevada sounds, yeah. I don't know. But, you know, if you're listening and you're from Nevada, I guess the guy corrected us at Starbucks. Yeah. Which was the only reason I went to Starbucks because it was it like just in the middle of nowhere. Well, then he was saying that some coffee. someone uh, says Arkansas. And I'm like, well, that's just dumb. <laughs> no. Arkansas. Who says Arkansas? Never, I don't know. I guess people in Nevada yeah. say Arkansas. I'm like, what? I like Arkansas. Arkansas is way better. Um, I, Vermont is Vermont, right? You can't fuck yeah. that one up. Yep. Well, but that's like in Massachusetts. There's Gloucester, and it looks like Gloucester. And then there's Dorchester. It's just like they have similar spellings, but there's just different pronunciations. So it gets really confusing. I like regional things like that, like Los Feliz. And Prescott. Oh, yeah, Prescott, Arizona. Yeah, it's not But Prescott. Los Feliz, people try to, like, say it's Los Feliz or whatever. Like, yeah. it's Spanish. I'm like, no, it's Los actually Feliz. Los Feliz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, have gotten into, like, arguments. 
yeah. people, I'm like, how long have you lived in L.A.? It's it's just the way people say Or it's it. like when people say Barcelona. I've never heard that. <laughs> Who are you hanging out with? With the, with the TH. The, it's usually the, people that studied in, with in Barcelona. Oh, yeah. There's always those people, too, that overly pronounce everything correctly. Yeah. Fu. You know, it's always fu, fu. And yep. then I when I look at fu and I see P-H-O, I just, my brain is saying fu. I get it's pho. Um but uh yeah, there's like there should be a name and I feel like there is, but a name for people that insist they'll like do the like whatever the ethnic if it's a food or something, mm-hmm. especially with Italian dishes. And I'm like, Y'all we're in America. It's just <laughs> you know what I mean? It's bruschetta. Yeah. Not like bruschetta. Bruce oh, I say bruschetta. Oh, you do? Well, good I thing have we to. never order it. I don't think we've ever ordered that dish in our life. Yeah. It's not very good. I'm trying to, to think of something else that I would say. Yeah. This is overdone. There, I bet you there's a lot of restaurants in Salt Lake that have it. Oh, for sure. Some caramel. I bet there's caramelized onions everywhere. Oh. We're shitting all over Salt Lake. We're, uh, Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City. We've never even been. I'm sure we're going to love it. Yeah. That like Reno is a pleasant little gem. I'm excited to go if we end up going there, but we don't have to because we're not, we're just, there's no plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, Our plan is to get to Vermont. The plan is to get to Vermont, but if we do go to Milwaukee, I'm actually looking forward to it. I really want to go to Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten several messages. I mean, I had no idea of, there was like Frank Lloyd Wright houses there. No, Milwaukee's most likely a definite. Okay, cool. Um. We have all this crazy astrology all around there. Oh, okay, great. By the Great Lakes. Yeah, Wisconsin, so we're planning this. Wisconsin, Michigan. Oh, yeah. That. Yep. And then I get to go to my Uranus line on in Detroit, which I'm really excited about. Um, I want to go to Pittsburgh. Okay. I have Venus running through Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Let's do it. But I want to go to the Rock and, Roll, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, Cleveland... What if we go to Cleveland? There was that 30 Rock episode. Cleveland they, like, Syndrome? Love Cle- yeah. They're like, go to Cleveland. They're like, it's amazing. <laughs> we could go. I mean, Reno's cute. It. OKC was amazing. Yeah. There are these like cities that people probably don't think. Everyone just moves to the same fight. Everyone's like, oh, New York, LA, and then those like sort of lesser second cities. Like people, st- I don't know. If pe- I guess people are still moving to Austin. Or Seattle, Seattle or like Portland. Portland. I don't know what you're going to do in Portland to like move into Portland. To, right. Um, and then. Chicago? No, no. No. No, no like, one was there. I don't know any like, like quote artsy cool people are like, I'm going to Chicago. Yeah. I mean, I growing up in the Northeast, everyone I knew went to New York. Yeah. And then I have friends that moved to LA. Right. And well, maybe there'll be this whole renaissance in small cities across America where cool people move there. I like. I places, bet that's already happening now. It's just but I like as... places that are super cool that just aren't trying to be cool and they they don't care. Yeah. And that's what Reno feels. Yeah, like. totally. All these like young kids that Oklahoma just, City kind of felt like that too. Oh, that's a gem. But Reno felt like that because there's a lot of like younger people, at least in that little area, and they were just like chill and seemed sort of hip without mm-hmm. being hip. Yeah, it seemed natural. Yes. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go to like Brooklyn circa 2000 and I'm really going to, I'm really going to make a go at being cool. But 
I don't know why people move to New York anymore. I'm kind of confused by that. Yeah. I'll get messages of people are like, moving to New York. I'm like, unless you're like offered a crazy job, I suppose. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. You know maybe, I mean, I well, guess I'm just old now. I'm out of have. touch. I'm, I'm an old married woman. Yeah, you're married. I'm we about don't to have talk. a kid. <laughs> I don't even know. Is this podcast going to sustain? Yeah, how long have we been talking for? <laughs> no, I mean, in general, in life, we're just like, well, we've expired. Yeah, we're going to talk for one hour to 90 minutes a week, and that'll be the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And everything is just health's business as usual. <laughs> we normally never not, not talk. We can talk. We always have ideas and we're doing stuff and we yeah. can talk all the time. But that was true. We didn't say a word. You would just, I think you shut down after four wheeling. Yeah, I think that, I think that really exhausted me to be honest. But I'm not going to do anything. I'm not reckless. No, I know. You've seen me snow drive in a shitty well, ass. Well, and I was wearing a pair Honda. of pants that just didn't fit me anymore. And I think I was like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's Gina. She's like, I'm feeling fat with these pants. I'm like, those are jeans and you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So, of course not. <laughs> My God. Will yeah. everyone message her and be like, give yourself a break? No, it was just. Give yourself a break. I girl. think it was just, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a crazy month. I feel like we're allowed to sit in silence. And not be judged for it. I wasn't judging you. I no, the, but the waitress, the waitress was. was. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a grandmother. Yeah. She said she wasn't a great mom, but then when her grandchild was born, her whole life changed. That's what she said? Yeah. I missed that whole part. Yeah, well, clearly you had great relationships with your parents growing up because I keened in on that. Yeah. And um, she said she's an amazing grandmother. Hmm. she changed her whole life she got sober everything i love that so she probably traumatized her kid yeah but now she's a great grandmother that's great so then the kid is like well here you here's your retribution right for horrible parenting you can babysit for life right <laughs> that's my angle i'm gonna have my, my parents mom. listen to this episode yeah well See, you're not a Scorpio. So what I'll teach you as a Scorpio is how you just catalog every digression, every <laughs> wrongdoing, every violation. But that right? was funny when we met our friend who, or my friend, who's now your friend, uh, who has a Scorpio child. He's like eight months old. And you were telling her, you're like, oh, he's going to remember everything that you've done wrong. She's like, I know. Like, she already knows it. Yeah. No, absolutely. And we'll use Every time it, you've wronged him. And we'll use it for to balance out the great injustices you've call, caused. I love Scorpio. <laughs> I was actually kind of relieved. I was like kind of glad we're not having a Scorpio. As someone who loves Scorpio. Yeah. It's an intense energy. It's a, it's a dick. Scorpios know how to lay out very meticulous, long-lasting dick moves. So right at the end, with perfect timing, you are stung, and it's like, fuck you. Yeah. I got it the last word. I got you. Yeah. You're trapped. That's, well, and they hook you in really easily, too. Scorpio will trap you and hook you in. And yeah. There's no arguing. Scorpio is always right. Yeah. We're still in Libra season. See? So I told you, Libra season is just the gateway to Scorpio season. It's We're true. We're already talking Scorpio. Well, everyone's watching Hocus. There's like Hocus Pocus on streaming, and it's like a whole event. What's that? You've never seen Hocus Pocus? No. Are you kidding me? It's like no, the best movie serious. ever. It's with Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker. They play witches that Are haunt. they uh, witches of Instagram? No. Well, 
they could be. There's probably a lot of memes that the we're witches like, of Instagram are using. We're witches. We love pharmaceuticals. We I actually forget what the whole premise healing. is. But um, but it's like the best. I think it's like one of the best Halloween movies. No, never heard of it. Oh, it's great. It's but so anyway, like people are already. No. Are you going to make me watch it? Yeah, of course. Okay. After Network. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, I've just noticed there's a lot of. you're married. Yeah. You can just tell me what to do. Well, you tell me what to do. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a Scorpio. Transcends marriage and relationship. Right. I don't really tell you what to do. No, not really. Um, I would say starting this trip on retrograde, the retrograde's really showing up, though. Yeah. Um, well, well, this whole hotel is totally retrograde. Yeah. Then the toilet wasn't working for a minute. Then it was working. And then you can't get on any damn Wi-Fi here for shit. Well, I had to send... I had the most retrograde day a couple of days ago at the hotel in Bishop... I had to send a one gigabyte file to a client and it took seven hours. I had fallen asleep because I was like, it was in the middle of the night, basically. Uh, how long does that usually take? That doesn't even, that's like a different It usually there. takes like two minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, but then the GPSs will not work. Um, we actually have a hard copy map, mm-hmm. a printed map. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It would be fun. Um, we should pull that out because I want to see. Maybe we can go off roading again. Yeah. Well, retrograde. Retrograde off roading. Yeah. I think it's perfect for retrograde. You think? Yeah. Okay. Can we make it? This is well because be yesterday key. you were like the car feels like it's wobbling, and I'm like, oh man, retrograde. Um, I was like, we cannot break down in California. I think that was like a bad road at Lake Tahoe. Okay. Yeah, Lake Tahoe, man. What's the deal? I thought it was going to be a vast expanse like a great ocean. You just there there it is. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's Nevada. Felt like um the Grand Canyon, like the same people. It's like the the Lake Nevada or Lake Tahoe. At least we were on the Nevada side. Nevada side. I got to uh-huh. say Nevada. Anyhow, it seems like the same vibe, like the Grand Canyon. There's a certain breed of like American. Mhm. That goes there. Maybe the California side's a little more Cali, California. Yeah. The Californians. Well, we're kind of the worst because when we went to the Grand Canyon, we drove like four hours out of the way to get there. We were there for like 20 minutes. We're like, all right, ready to go home. Well, it's <laughs> the Grand Canyon is massive and it's impressive and it is truly breathtaking and you almost get dizzy and you're there. But how long, like, what do you do? Like, unless you're planning, like, a Grand Canyon camping outing, but the hotels are just horrible. Yeah. The one grocery store in that area was just horrible, and then there's just a breed of, like, RV rental camper types. Which goes back to my... That's not what we're into. Yeah, and I feel like the law that I would implement if I were, like, president of the United States is that you're not allowed to wear any graphic t-shirts or any sort of text on your clothing um in na- nature settings in yeah in in like national forest nature settings i think that's a good law because i feel like it just ruins it like i don't want to see a hollister shirt while i'm looking at the grand canyon um yeah i could see california passing crazy like environmental laws like that yeah but still forcing people to take pharmaceutical drugs <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh my god so we're out peace out bitches out. um so uh, that is our Reno, Nevada. 
Yeah. Episode from the road. I As guess newlyweds. Uh, we may do another one from the road. Depends how long it takes. Another kind of. We probably will. We're not that far east at all. Not at all. Are you kidding me? But it's because we spent a couple of days. Like we needed two days just to like, uh, just to try to rest a little. Yeah. And then explore, and then we have friends, Bishop. So that was cool. And then Reno, we ha- wound up having to work, so we had to here two days in this weird casino. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go learn gambling, <laughs> and I'm gonna work. All right. Uh, we will tune in next time. Okay. Let thy soul be awakened.